<laughs> you see me shining? It's the coconut oil, baby. All right, let's read this. Can I read the meme? Or you want to read it? You can read it. I can read it. It don't matter. I just don't remember. I didn't pull it up on my phone. You had it up on yours, or you, or you took it down. No, no, I can go back to it. I just wanted to write this to my cousin real quick. Okay. Even though it took him, what day is it? Tuesday? Oh, yeah. It's like Wednesday. Your birthday's tomorrow, girlfriend. Thursday. What's today's date? The 17th? Yeah, today's the 17th. Oh, okay. I thought it was the 18th. I'm going to go ahead to love it, bro. This is a really strong drink. Yes. You see where mine is sitting. He moved to Phoenix on this one. But he's happy though. Alright. Where was it? Oh shit, I gotta go back to it. Let's see if I even remember. Why is it every time I try to find the page that way I can't find it? Don't you hate that whenever you're trying to look for something? So we're trying to look for this meme, guys. Oh, you started? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad <you> say that. <laughs> you didn't know we were recording? No, I didn't. Oh shit, I'm glad you ain't saying nothing <laughs> reckless. Exactly. Because you know how I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm cracking up. This setup is so real. Sorry. No, it's all good. Here we go. So, I feel like he's clout chasing because he hasn't had much on his page before the past two days. Yeah, what was that before? What was the page about before? I don't know. It wasn't anything there. It's like a picture. I went to like stalk out his Instagram after this because my cousin posted something else problematic that he said too. And I'm like, where are you coming out of nowhere? How has no one ever checked you mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. and then when i went to his stuff these are literally like the first few of his posts i was okay. like oh you're you're trying to be problematic but either way it, you're bringing some up, attention yeah but you're bringing up topic points that people can talk about so fella the bad guy shadea underscore night underscore <laughs> believes that celibate women are bullshit pretty much <laughs> <laughs> he he goes i'm celibate means She's not attracted to you, but down to use you. She's trying to manipulate you, selling purity as a good girl. A truly celibate woman wouldn't even be on the market for you to even know that. A woman who is truly celibate wouldn't even entertain you in the first place. Celibate women remove themselves from the market and shut out men completely. I'm celibate is a con game. You're being played with that BS. I'm just not into sex, my spirit, blah, blah. I'm cracking up and blah, blah. Because it's like, dude. <laughs> then he goes, these celibate, quote unquote, females had sex with a ton of guys and have nothing to show for it. So now they want non-sexual attention and benefits to feel better about themselves. Get stepping, bro. Once she gives you that I'm celibate bullshit. And, you know, after my rant. <clears throat> so, okay. Day, so this is, yeah. So now this is us talking. Yeah. <laughs> After after my rant the other day, I had to sit and pick apart one why it triggered, and then two. 
Ooh, that's a good thing to respect of why something triggered us. Right. Like, as an individual, like, damn, why did it make me upset? Because I really went off, and I was like, yo, why did that even trigger? And then it was like, why did it trigger? And then, what does it mean? So, out of what he said, I do agree. Truly celibate women would not entertain you at all. Because, like, how I ended my thing, when I think of celibate, which is why a lot of people use that word and they shouldn't, but when I think of celibate, I do think of never have, never will. Like, I think of nuns who are celibate. Like, you have no intention at all on entertaining sex. At all. Or any type of sexual activity. That is true celibacy. That's why I say abstinent. Because you can abstain from the things you don't want to do. And I have no problem telling men that approach me that I'm abstaining from that. So when you approach me, the real question comes down to you, sir. What are your intentions when you approach me? Because a lot of guys do like to throw out there, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to be your friend. I just want to talk. All right, then let's talk. Sex isn't on the table if we're talking. So when I tell you I'm abstinent, because those are going to be my words. When I tell you I'm abstinent, sir, who are you to tell me that I'm just trying to use you? You said you want to talk and hang out. That's what the fuck we're doing. We're talking and hanging out. Sex isn't an option there. And I'm telling you, as soon as you approach me, don't look for sex for me. So if you want to be my friend, we're going to hang out as legitimate friends. If that triggers you, where you're like, this bitch, she just wants to spend my money, then you can go. Because you don't want to be my friend. You wanted to fuck me. That's why you came over here. But you, sir, you do make good points. A truly celibate woman wouldn't entertain you in the first place. No, she wouldn't. However, men are persistent because they think that you're a goal that they need to attain. So if you keep pursuing her, eventually she's going to have to open her fucking mouth and say, bro, I'm celibate. Put your dick in my mouth. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I changed my mind. (laughs) But like, if you keep pursuing a woman that politely told you no, eventually they're going to have to tell you why they told you no. And if that reason truly is celibacy, respect it. Now, Again, I can't speak for every single female out there. There are women that are using it as a game. There are women that feel you probably got burned by one, which is why you came out with this damn post. Like, who are you? Shadea, you got burned by a female. You got burned by a female that blatantly put you in the friend zone from rip, and you thought you were going to break her down for sex. She put you in the friend zone. She told you that's where you were going to be. That's not her using you. That's you playing yourself, in my opinion. If I tell you, nah, it's really not going to get intimate, And we hang out. Now, here's my thing. Where a lot of women get mad at me for doing it, but at the same time, I do it because it it leaves my boundaries intact. If I'm hanging out with a guy and we are legitimate friends, I am going to put my wallet and or card on the table because you're not my man. We're not dating. I'm going to put it on the table. Now, respectfully, I hang out with older men, so they kindly tell me to put my shit back in my pocket. But I'm prepared to pay. Always. Because you're not my man. I'm not dating you. You have no obligation to spend your money on me. However, with those friends, if you choose to spend your money on me, don't look at it like I'm using you because I'm pretty sure I put my card on the table. If you choose to, I'm not going to look the gift horse in the mouth. I'm like, no, I insist. No, you got it because I ain't want to pay for this shit anyway. Go ahead. Shit, I insist and not a motherfucker. Exactly. Go ahead. You got it. You got it. Now, you already know there's going to be some smart-ass man out there like, all right, but watch when I say pay, your face going to be shocked. No, it's not, because when I put my card on the fucking table, I knew what the hell I was doing. If you take me up on the offer, will I side-eye you? No, because I put my card on the table. If you're trying to teach me a lesson, yeah, I'm going to side-eye you, because what lesson are you trying to teach me? You're not my dad. (laughs) 
as a single woman, I don't go out unless I'm actually able to pay for my own stuff anyway. Exactly. Or even everything, because I don't know where the night is going to go. You might get mad and leave, or I, I won't even go out on a date like without that. money. Now, if I offer to pay, I'm not gonna lie. My expectation is if for you, you to be like, no. nah, sis. Mm-hmm. I do expect you to say no, especially if we're on a date. If we're on a whole date and I offer to pay, especially if this is early on. Now, if I'm your woman and we done been together, like, no, bro, I wanna, pay, I wanna let me. Like, shut the it's fuck up. Anyway. Right. Like, it's our money anyway. Right. That's something different. Anyway. But no, if I'm dating and I offer to pay, I do expect for you to tell me no and to, for you to pay. But, you know, dating is something different. Like, at that point, then I'm, like, doing things for you. I'm buying things for you. Just like, so I'm thinking dating. about you. That's dating. Like, But when you're already friend-zoned, you can't be mad that you never got pussy. Like, that's really what it comes down to. You were already friend-zoned. And I, again, can't speak for everybody, but I, myself, am very honest from the jump. Don't think you're going to wear me down. Don't think you're going to be like, oh, she'll change her mind. I'm not. I'm very set in my ways. I'm not. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> I'm not. And it's more entertaining for me to watch you thinking that you're about to break I know, because they be squirming, don't they? Like, oh my God, is she going to give me some pussy? <laughs> like, what do I have to do to get some pussy? Oh my God. <laughs> so, I mean, my perspective on it... Um, I do think that he used the word choice wrong between absence and celibacy, like you had mentioned. Um, I do see the perspective, though, whereas he is saying from a man's point of view, if you approach a woman and y'all are in exchanging, engaging, just conversation, and she's entertaining you, like willing to hang out and go out with you, but then she says, I'm not having sex, it's like, you trying to fuck around with my mind? Like, you know I want to fuck. At the end of the day, even if it is from a... Good intention place. Men still want to have sex. Like, sis, is you going to open your legs or no? But see, that's when you have to communicate. And I just don't understand the fear in doing that. Especially when it comes down to sex. Like, listen. If you're down... And everybody's celibacy and abstinence thing is, like, different. different. Like, they, when you say that to a guy, they think, like, oh, you ain't never had sex. Like, no. If I, I... My last relationship, when I broke up. I was abstaining from sex. But that's exactly That don't mean I, I never had sex before. Like, mm-hmm. I was in a long-term relationship. Like, but that's why I so I just was dating. over that part for a while. And then and then I wasn't even dating. But when I started dating, I would tell the guys, like, listen, this is what I'm into. This is what I'm not doing that. Like, I'm just now getting back into dating. But that's what I'm saying. Because and you then, live, you're honest up front. <clears throat> so it's like you... You can't really wear words. me down if I don't want to do it. If I'm curious... Or I want to explore that way. Or you're somebody that I can see myself doing that with. Oh, I'm going to stop being abstinent. <laughs> and this is like, like, even with abstinence, like, there are levels to abstinence. So it's like, when I say abstinence, I always say I abstain from sex. No, I'm not having sex. Because I don't. that's a whole different energy field and thing that I'm just not ready to take on right now when I don't know you that well. Does that mean I'm not going to kiss? For me, my definition of abstinence, no, I'm going to still get a little kiss if I'm, if I'm eventually talking to you, dating you whatever i'm gonna get a little kiss we might do a little heavy petting but i'm gonna treat you like high school it's heavy gonna stop petting. heavy petting like, <laughs> <laughs> it is it's gonna stop because you already know me like i when i was ready to stop being abstinent that happened but then it stopped happening and then i went back to being abstinent again like that's what i'm saying like that's why I leave it's nothing petting because it's like i don't wanna say i do get in bed with you and then then what when we haven't established anything you know what i mean i know we're in a relationship it's going to lead to sex it's still going to take some time depending on how early that relationship starts but 
that is a buildup. Sex is a connection that I do not take lightly. Like, I was damn near 21 before I lost my virginity. And that was very intentional. And even then, my first should not have been my first. Like, I could have gone longer. Either way, I was very intentional about when I wanted to have sex because I wanted to be ready. Mm-hmm. I wasn't waiting until marriage, but I knew I was... I wanted to wait for love, at least. But it was just like... High school wasn't the move. Early college was definitely not the move. Like, I'm not fucking these little dirty dick boys. Like, that's just not how that's going to go. So, it was like, I had no problem keeping it with a little heavy, petting, little hand job here and there in, in, in college. It was like, get over it. This is what we're doing. <laughs> this is what we're doing. There are plenty of girls out there that can gladly Wait, open their legs for you. I was watching Kevin Hart um, special today, No Fucks Given or something. He said a, a butter... Something he was talking about. Fuck, I forget what he called it. But it was funny. Basically, they was at the movies. His teenage son or somebody. He's a teenager now? Jeez. I know, right? The last comedy <clears throat> special, he was still saying hot. <laughs> <laughs> they took the popcorn out the large bucket and put a hole in the bottom of it. <laughs> so the girl was giving him a hand job. <laughs> that's how I understood it. But I may, I think that's what they, he was talking about. Mm-hmm. But I was dying. That's what that's reminded me of. Like, you just doing stuff like, like that. Like, jobs, but that's really what it is. <laughs> and I'm fresh with it. Like, don't let us be out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you in public. <laughs> like, I'm such a child. Like, that is actually really funny to me to, like, get you hard in public and make you walk around. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost, uh, what do they call that? Like, psychopathic. <laughs> like, I'm going to embarrass you. But it's not even I want to embarrass you. Like... <laughs> That's funny. The men that I hang out with, they do have a hard time keeping their hands to themselves. So it's like, don't think you want to touch me up because my shit is hidden. Yours will be exposed if I excite you the way you try to excite me uh-huh. right now. So it's like, don't do that. Don't start the game when you know I'm going to end it. Because yeah. I'm going to end it. If I make you bustle yourself. Because <laughs> I really did. <laughs> Powerful shit, okay? That was his fault. I can't say that I've ever done that before. I don't think I've ever done it before. I don't I, just, I don't think so. But first of all, you have body, so it's like you have. Here's the thing with me. What? I don't even try. No, I don't try. The thing is people see, especially if they see like my modeling pictures and stuff, people lust after me before they get to know me. And yep. then it's like, you need to appreciate that I'm a nerd or you will never get anything from me. Yeah. Like appreciate that I'm a fucking nerd that likes books. You look at my body and people look at me, they find out that I model and they automatically just imagine this lifestyle that i do not live like it's just not something i'm <laughs> not, not into walk around <laughs> like you think i do in your mind and what's crazy is so many women and men really think it, I walk they around make they like they put your their they, idea of you they make you responsible for it. like why are you not acting like and that's really supposed what to act like, what do you mean i'm supposed to act when i was talking to the italian he used to be pissed that i wouldn't like invite model friends to events and stuff and it's like did you invite me or my friends did you invite me or not even my friends, my acquaintances, who you think are my friends because you saw us pose after work? They're not even your real friends. What did you invite? Did you invite me? They you invited, invited the, the whole the persona. Picture? Yeah, like. What are we here for? And it was always that, bring your friends. I don't have any friends. So you still want me to come? My friends aren't models. Do you still want us to come? That's hard when people have an idea of you. But that's why I don't tell people what I do, period. Like, I was, t- like, it was so funny. When I started working at the gym, <coughs> depending on the circle that I was in, because people do judge you based on your occupation. So depending on the circle that I was in, you either knew that I modeled, or as far as you're concerned, I work in a gym. 
And depending on how much I wanted you to know about me, I'd have told you my title as a supervisor. I let you think I was a fucking guard at 32. How you gonna treat me? And you know what? Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. It makes you really identify who is who because they treat you a certain way based on what they think that you Mm -hmm. do. And the amount of men, especially at the gym that I worked at, really thought that they could buy me because of my position. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't give a fuck how much you make a year. Money is not something that motivates me when it comes to men. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, it did. But now, as an adult woman, like, I don't make that much money. Like, on my own. You know, I don't... I might have access to resources, but I don't make that much money. And a man coming along that has a bunch of money is not going to make me like you more because of something that you can, quote, unquote, provide for me. What type of man are you? What type of person are you? That means way more to me. I'm not going to lie. It might be attractive to be like, oh, he has this or he can do this or we can go here. But once I find out who you are, if it doesn't match up with who I want to be and how I carry myself, if you can't represent me out in the world, nah, I'm good. That's literally what it is. Because <laughs> like, like, nah, I'm good. You have all this money to take me all over the world, but once we get there, you're going to be a dick while we're there? Mm-hmm. I don't want that. Nope. I don't want to be associated with that. And then when I have kids, I damn sure don't want you treating my kids like that. You're yep. teaching them that that's okay. No, I don't care how much money you have. Like, it doesn't bother me. I've had men that, had, that were literally in the top 1%. You have to have a kind heart. And he didn't. This one man, we went to dinner... And this was before the election, but it was still during 45's presidency. And he goes, yeah, I voted for him. I'm 100% planning on doing it again. Okay, I'm going to go. What? <laughs> what? What was his ethnicity? Oh, he's white. He okay. knew he was white. I, was, I wasn't white. sure. He boasted on being top 1%. <clears throat> he boasted that the main reason for that vote was to protect his money, to protect his assets, his business ethics. And I'm like, well, what about your other ethics? <laughs> what about morality? Ethics have nothing to do with money. Those, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm in like, my mind, anyway. No, those his, are supposed no, to be separated. That's why I legitimately left it at his business ethics. Like, his business-wise, he goes, no, this is smart for me. So it's, it literally stops that money for you. Fuck all the people affected. Fuck literally everybody else. But your money. But those ducats are, are just, that's it. That's all I need. And then the way he talked to the waiter, oh my God. I was talking about recently um, when I realized that some guy had no like care for someone else's money. Like, I just was like, to me, that represented, um, or, you know, struggle to get their money or Mm -hmm. to me, it represented that you're mistreating them because you feel like you're in a position to do so, Mm -hmm. which means that the minute you get the chance to, or you You feel like you can, you're going to mistreat me. I am no exception to how you run your life right now. I'm coming in. I don't know you. So what makes me think that you're going to treat me differently because we're intimate because we're supposed to be in a relationship because. We're dating, fucking, get married, whatever. Either way, that's how you're going to treat someone in your life. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to be a part of that. I'm not fucking with you no more, sir. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. That's something that I had to learn, though, because I really used to think that someone would treat you differently depending on if you were in a relationship with them or not. 
See, that's the best. I did. Look, you're like, oh. That's the best lifestyle of someone. I was so, a, I'm so like no, kind hearted and in I a thought. That's parent home. That's someone that okay. grew up never seeing, never seeing infidelity. Like, as much as I love my daddy, my daddy is not a monogamous man. I met and saw every fling, every girlfriend while he was with my mother. Oh, like, shit. And I'm a snitch. So I would go home like, mommy, he was talking to... Like, I don't give a... Why? Are, she's my mom. Right. And as much as I love my daddy, you're still my stepdad. What the fuck are you doing? I told my mom every fucking bitch I met. Like, I don't care. Every bitch I met. I <laughs> and he ain't mom. learned after the first time he kept taking you around he him? go, don't you love daddy? Why do you keep telling on daddy? Why does daddy keep being stupid and dropping me off at the fucking library so he can go bang some bitch down the street? Why are you dropping me off at the library? Anyway, I love my dad. My dad's a hoe. So, <laughs> I love my dad's a hoe. <laughs> so it was like, love meant nothing. Like, I used to always say love ain't shit because at the end of the day, I know for a fact my dad loves my mom, but he was not monogamous. Like, yeah. that was Sometimes not it's not shit. about how much someone loves you, it's how you much they make you feel like you they love you. There was like, no respect there. Yeah, and that makes a big him, difference with men and women. If I were to throw that word at him right now in conversation, it would like hurt his feelings for, to hear me say he didn't respect my mom. It was like, but your actions are a legitimate lack of respect. The fact that you even took her child in the mix, bruh, there was no respect there. None. And it was just like... I had mixed emotions as a kid just because I love my dad. And it's like, you're hurting my mom. And like one thing where I thought it was a proud moment for me, I'm not going to lie, because it is a little sidebar, but it was a proud moment for me because my dad used to always call me like his queen, his princess, all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And he would say, no man is ever going to mistreat me. No man's ever going to do this. No man should do this. This is how a man should treat you. Da, 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 da. So I had to hit him with the. So if a boy did to me what you're doing to mommy, what would you do? How old were you? I think I was like seven, eight. Oh, I know. he. His heart was like broken to pieces. Like He cried. In front of you? He broke down. And I was like, if, if a boy did to me, because the way that I said it, like I'm phrasing it more mature now, but I right, said. Right. And your little voice, he probably I was, was trying like, to say, how oh did I phrase God. it? I was like, because I phrased what he did. I was like, daddy, if a boy said he liked me and then went with some other girl. <clears throat> And then he said that he wanted to be my boyfriend and give me his, I think, like I said, like crayon box or some shit. But then he went and gave it to another girl. What would you do? And he's sitting there and he goes, you want daddy to go up to school? Nobody should do that to my princess. He's ready to beat up to me. I was like, so should I call grandpa? Because you're doing that to mommy. If a boy did to me what you're doing to mommy, what should I do? What would you do? Should I call grandpa? <laughs> Shit, I call girls and whoop your ass. Because you act like you want to whoop this little boy ass. Whoop this little boy ass over some crayons. <laughs> but you kiss this bitch in the back room like I ain't see it. So should I be calling grandpa right now and have him come take a flight? Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> not the back room. <laughs> Yo, I'm cranking. Yeah, they had a whole house. I'm not going to even lie. And they had a whole house, okay? Him and his brothers. Used to work on cars. They had their little shop, their garage. They used to do auto body, all of that. The house that was attached to this garage was literally to house their mistresses. <clears throat> Each brother had a mistress in a room. Wow. Okay. That's heavy. And that's where we go after school and on weekends. And I got to look at these bitches. Like, 
I mean, island men are different. That's why I used to always say growing up, I'm, I don't want an island man. And that's why I took me Whether they're to... island or not, I think that men just have a hard time they do, but you have with to remember, being we faithful. Go with exposure. So when I see nothing but Hoenn island men, I already nixed them off my list. So okay. Nope, absolutely not. And then with black men, I'm very weird when it comes to black men. And it's a very, very superficial reason of why I don't gravitate towards them first. But it's a reason that stops me every single time. One, there is a very high chance we can be related. The men in my family are hoes. And there are kids everywhere. Black men, we are getting tested first to make sure we are not blood. Because I will lose my shit if I fuck like a second cousin and didn't know. Like, you really think that would happen? Yes. <clears throat> even I can't even be safe overseas. They are hoes. <laughs> like, they are hoes. Then two, because every time I see a black man, I see family, I can't do it. I see uh-huh. family. I look at your face, it's like, nope, look like my cousin. Nope, look like my brother. Nope, look like my uncle. Like, I can't look at you and see an really? ounce when of I, relation. If I see a man that reminds me of my dad or my grandpa. I automatically get incest vibes. And I'm like, I can't do it. It's attractive to me. Not in a weird I know way. what you mean, but it's like that's because it's a familiarity thing with you. For me, it like turns me off. Like it reminds me of those dark brown skinned men that have loved on me in my life, and I'm attracted to that. Especially if they have certain personality traits or like characteristics. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I'd be getting that. hot and heavy. I wish I had that. Like I did not have that. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> I didn't have that. My mom was very very guarded with me when it came. To the men in my family, because like I said, island life is just a it's very different. So when it comes to the men, my mom was very protective, with good reason. So I didn't get a lot of loving from the men. <laughs> like I was not around the men that much, and it was um. And then what you have, like I had my first little crush at like three years old, and it was a white man. So I already knew I had that like strong attraction to white men very, very early on. But even then, it's easier because I don't see an ounce of me in there. Right. Like, I don't see an ounce. And that had not bothered me, honestly, until very, very recently. That you were attracted to white men? Yeah. That bothers you? Bothers me now. And really? you know how I am about it. I'm surprised because you always you know like how white I am about it. It bothers me now. But that literally wasn't until the Italian. The Italian said some very problematic shit where I'm like, you would fuck up my son if I had a son. And now I have to think about what it means to raise not just a man, but a black man. Mm -hmm. And again, I haven't had much experience really seeing that in the home Mm because my parents were separated. You know, like that that type of relationship wasn't going to last. My parents separated by the time I was like nine, ten. And poor Sean was five. You know what I mean? So it was like, dad wasn't in the house for Sean. So I didn't get to see a man raising a son. And it's like, with, um, how did I get started? What was I talking about? About you being, yeah, so more recently, with the white men. So worried with, about your attraction. Not worried, but, but concerning what? your attraction with white men. I want to say it was when, because I was talking to him around, I want to say when Alton Sterling was murdered. Okay. And um, he just said some real problematic shit. Like, even if it was he was selling some illegal cigarettes, you don't deserve to be strangled to death over some cigarettes. 
And he was on that side of trying to, like, justify the shit for the cops. And I'm like, what fucking time are you on? And then he would say certain things about, like, he would just, he had some stereotypes about black men where I'm like, where are you even getting that? And you're not from here, you're from Italy, and you're looking a black woman in the face. And that was when I had to sit with the fact that I was truly a fetish for him. And that pissed me off because I worked so hard to make sure I navigated around those type of white men. Like, you have to be, like, I always say, like, you have to truly be down with the brown to be with me. Like, I don't want to be your fetish. And he hid that from me very well. So I had to really sit and look at everything about him. Like, at first, it was just, like, how much of it is, like, a xenophobic thing where you don't want outsiders in your little group of Italians? Because there were no blacks in his group. But at the same time, there weren't any really whites either. They were all Italian. So I'm like, you just seem comfortable in your element. However, you keep bringing me in this element when I'm the only black one here. I have to look at that. Like, why am I the only one here? Like, why don't you have any black people in your circle at all? And for a while, I would brush it off like it's a comfort thing. He's only here for a few months. He still lives in Italy. So it's like, I get it. You want to be home away from home. So I didn't take a point off for that for real, even though I was like, you need to get some black friends. Like, that's bullshit. And then on top of it, it was just like the things that he would say where I'm like, you black men shouldn't have to take these extra steps to make sure they make it home. And if I were to have a kid, God forbid with you, what are you going to teach my son when it comes to being a man? Because he's not, it's not guaranteed that he's going to be light bright. My father is way darker than me. That is still a recessive trait in me. My kid could be black as shit when they come out. Point blank period. My kid could be very, very dark when they come out. Absolutely. Because I am lighter than both of my parents. That even there shouldn't be a thing. I'm lighter than both of my parents, which means either way, the darker trait in me is a recessive gene. If I end up with someone white, yeah, they might be light bright. They may not be. It's not a guarantee. And mind you, with my father as dark as he is, because I don't even think you've seen a picture of my birth father. He's dark. Dark. But mixed. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not a toss-up that you're going to have a white son just because you're with a light-skinned black, black woman. Um, I, so I get what you're saying about something that came to your mind more recently. Like, the older I've gotten, when I was younger, I used to be like, oh, I'm okay with, like, dating white men. I, I probably was still okay with dating. But I mean, like, taking seriously, like, considering marrying, having children with. I don't think that settles well with me <clears throat> at this point in my life. Like now I'm coming to a more like social construct of who I choose to date, marry, have kids with is going to impact generations after me. It's mm-hmm. not just about me choosing somebody that's going to make me comfortable right now. And it's about their life, how, how they're going to be perceived so- and looked at, how they're going to be... Um, like raised and cultivated into and grown up like that is not something that I take light lightly Mm -hmm. so I don't necessarily like my my go-to is not to be like oh yeah I'm I'm okay with marrying and having kids with a white person my thing is I would prefer like my if you was to line men up my first choice probably made it a blackest motherfucker in the line they are all the darkest men I've ever. That would be my first choice because you just, you just give me, you just give me what I'm looking for. You like that chocolate, chocolate love, like 
me because I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, with white, I did pull back from dating once I was like, yo, this is about to be really weird because I always had it in my head like that was where I was I dated white men I dated European men just because I need I need a man that's more open again you're not going to get that so much with black men black men don't even want to wash their asses properly half the time because it's gay so it's like no really that's not my experience that I've had with black men no it's just there are just I don't know there are cultural differences depending on the black man where he is from. Not even the black man, the American man. Okay, I've yeah, the American man. They American are different. Men because they're closed off with a lot of things. And yeah. European men are not. European men are very open and not just like sexual talk, but European men are open with fashion. European men are open with with culture. Like European men are just out <clears throat> there. And I like that. I gravitate towards that other type of differentness. But like I said, like even with Switzerland... With Swiss, he was one that actually could have been long-term. Like, we talked. We were internationally dating. Like, we were... What? What is it? What is it, though? Whatever. Long-distance dating. Uh-huh. Like, we were friends for a year talking online. And then, like, once we were both available, it turned into something else. We were, like, this online relationship for two years before we met in person. And he came here. Like, he was willing to fly me out there. But you already know I have trust issues. So I was like, you need too much of my information to fly me out there. We can meet somewhere in the middle. And he was like, well, I want to go to Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sir, I'll take you to Brooklyn. Come on over. But that's literally why. But that's why. He is so immersed in black culture. And I loved it. Is it a curiosity or was he really immersed in it? No, he's really, truly immersed in it. Like, his first wife, because he was married. So his first wife was black. His Uh, son is mixed. Oh, okay. His kids look black? His his son looks like a black version of him. It's like a light-skinned version of him. Oh, okay. Just with curlier hair. But I don't think the- that people who have children with black people realize how deep those roots really fucking go. But here's what it is with him. <clears throat> he teaches his son more black culture than than his, than the child's mother. The mother... I mean, she don't have to teach it, does she? Because she lives yes, it. Yes, because she doesn't. She's oh, okay, one of those okay. women... That fetishizes white men. Ah, okay. So you know she's obsessed with his ideal. So you know what that is, and he was head over heels in love with her. But he, um, either way, his bookshelves: James Baldwin, all types of black novels, Alex Haley, like black novels on his bookshelf. His favorite music: American jazz. Like he still wants to go to New Orleans just so he can like experience jazz out there in New Orleans. And then he's all for Brooklyn. He's like, I love Brooklyn hip hop. Da da da. I want to see Brooklyn firsthand. Brooklyn it is. Let's go. So we're out there. He's like, oh, is this Ben Stock? <laughs> <laughs> you silly. <laughs> it was fun. It was actually three years ago because he came up for my 30th. Okay. So that was supposed to be my birthday gift. He would have flown me out to Switzerland, but I was just like, yeah, it's you cold. Come out here. And I don't blame you. That's a little far. Because I would have loved it. But it was just like, I don't know you. And that's me going to you when I have no one and I am not fluent in French. So. Right. (laughs) It was just interesting. And then that did kind of fall out just because. But it was just like, he would have been long term. He was actually, and it makes me a little sad. It makes me kind of question things. He was the longest relationship I had ever had. And it was long distance. And I'm like, <laughs> so you think that's saying something? Like, kind of, because I took a personality test a little while ago, and <laughs> I didn't like what it said. 
Because <laughs> it was just like, marriage is not ideal for you. <laughs> it was like, you would probably be better suited for a long distance relationship. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I want to live with my man. What the fuck y'all saying? <laughs> so when it said it, and then that, I had to like look at how long that relationship lasted compared to the ones where I'm like in the same city with somebody. And I was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> maybe this, maybe this is right. You don't need to go pursue that career as a flight attendant after all. If I'm, if I'm constantly flying, we're going to be solid. Like, right. <laughs> No, I hear you. Um, Coming to terms with, like, what's best for you, the older I've gotten, has been something that's ever-changing, I I find. Because we're always growing and evolving. I'm single now. This is the longest I've been single, Aisha. In my entire life, like, from the point I started dating boys, of course. That's crazy. Until my last relationship ended. It's been three years. That is crazy. Like, I've never been single this long. And I'm just like, is it, not that I'm, like, difficult or anything like that. I really feel like I'm easy to get along with, whatever. No, you stop selling. Yes, that's what happened. You stop selling. I was like, it can't be me. Because remember, I used to be, I'm always that friend where I'm just like, word, this is is where you at? (laughs) And once. Shut up, Reggie! Don't tell all my business. Once my input isn't taken, I fall back with it. Like, yo, if you're happy, I'm happy. Like, I'm not going to shit on it. Like, if this works, it works. No, but you're absolutely right. I started being like, okay, so a lot of my friends getting married, having babies, and I'm like, that's good for them. They're happy. Like, no, nothing wrong with any of that. But I'm just like, damn, I want to do that too. But then I'm like. I don't want to do that with just anybody. Just mm-hmm. to say that I'm doing it. I need to live out my truest dream. For my, like my biggest dream. Like, I want to realize that. If I'm going to do that. I don't want to just be like, oh, yeah, I found a guy. We latched on to each other. So that's about to happen. Like, no. Like, I want it to be like, I want to be super healthy relationship. And I want to be happy. I get that. And I don't want to rush into anything just for the sake of having companionship. Right. Because don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I get lonely sometimes. I want to do something sometimes. Sometimes I do want to have sex sometimes. But, you know, and then I just be like. Is it worth it? It's not worth it. Let me chill. That's where I've gotten to. And all of this that I'm doing now by myself is going to make me a better partner. Mm -hmm. Is how I honestly feel. Like, I'm going to be. So much better than I even was before my last relationships. Like the love that I'm going to be able to give because I've been and by myself. Like I'm, it's gonna be able to because it's like the love that you give yourself right now is gonna benefit you, and it's gonna benefit you in so many ways because it's like it's why I've been able I'm a, to. Be I'm a gonna know how to take care of me that part without having like, to rely on my partner to make me happy. But even then. You won't even have to. It's going to come down to, like, I've been single and content single because I've never had to rely on someone else for that type of happiness. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't date in high school. I didn't date in college. So it was like, I never had that, like, oh, why doesn't he like me? Why isn't he cool with me? Like, I never had that issue in my head. I was like, I'm the shit. If they come, they come. And even then, I'm going to tell them to go the fuck away because I'm not here for it right now. And then on top of it, that self-love is always there. That's why when men approach me and realize that they can't do shit for me, they either step up or step off and a lot of them step off because it's like what are you going to offer me that i'm not already giving myself yeah now 
that can kind of lead to why I haven't dated in a very long time. Because when I worked in health insurance, I made a pretty penny. And I was quite content with it. I was young, making a lot for that position. And my dating philosophy, which hasn't changed, but has kind of screwed me right now because it hasn't changed. (laughs) It was always, but no, it was always, I want to date somebody on my level or higher. And that's on so many things, not just spiritually, but financially as well. You know what I mean? Like at that time, it meant finances alone when I first set that out for myself. And it was like, if you're not making X amount like I am, why the fuck am I dating you? Because you're already starting lower than me and you're not aspiring to get to where I am. Like if you're, say you make like 45K a year, right? Let's just start off with a little beach. You make 45K. I make 45K. And you're like at 30. I'm not like, I'm not dating you bitch at 30K a year if you're working towards something else. But if you're content with 30K, you're content with not wanting more, you're content with not growing in life, yeah. we're, not, we're not compatible because right. you're not trying to elevate. I want you on my level or higher. And at the time... And the level doesn't mean this, the tangible stuff. It means like your mentality. Right. Yeah. But at that time, it did mean the tangible stuff because I'm like, you ain't even making money. Don't fucking come over here. Like, <laughs> don't come over here. You fucking with my flights right now. I I was flying out every year. I was like, you can't even come to fuck with me. Like, skirt. You can't right. come with me. But it does mean multiple levels. Now, once I felt like I wasn't even at the level where I wanted to be, there was no point in dating. Like, once I felt like I fell off, I stopped making the same amount. I started working as a guard. My pay dropped like a motherfucker. And I was like, well, I can't look at anybody where I even was because I'm <laughs> a good 15000 20000 below what I used to be making. I don't want to date anybody on this level. I don't even care if you're aspiring to greater because I'm still on this fucking level. Like, this is not it. Yeah. This is not it at all. But it was like, if I'm not there, I'm not going to come and drag you into my circle. I'm not going to be some girl like, I'm abstinent, but take me to dinner. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I left all of y'all alone and I kindly stayed my ass in the house where I belong because I was going through my shit, sorting through my shadow work, doing what I had to do to feel 100 again. Because for the longest, I just wasn't feeling 100, you know? And that left me to a route of absence, especially after I broke up with Switzerland. I haven't been with a man since Switzerland. And he came up for my 30th birthday. I'm about to hit 33 on Thursday. So it's like, sex? No. It's going on three fucking years. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even start putting myself back out there until two years. And even in that conversation gets weird because even on my route to abstinence, it was like, well, I'm abstaining from men 100%. Am I abstaining from women? Is that the same? Do they count? Then I had to come down to my house. I ain't gonna lie. I don't think women count in my personal perspective. That's That's really what I'm saying. Because it's like... What the fuck are we even talking about? It's like, do you count... If I don't come, I don't care how many times you came. <laughs> like, do you count if I don't? You ain't do shit for me. Right, like, boy, we had sex one time, technically. You didn't do shit for me, so you don't count. You're kissing. That's kissing and heavy petting. <laughs> to my lesbian friends, I'm sorry. I love you. You spit this water out. <laughs> No, but that goes I'm for sorry, men too. Like that's that's heavy petting if 
if I don't have an orgasm, like that's like, that, 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 I can't. Do they have me on my bill? I did not have sexual relations. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have sexual relations. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you, yo. <laughs> no real shit though. Like, I think that's another thing to talk about. Like, men and women don't count certain things. Like, men be quick to like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But my whole thing be like, okay, you might have fucked her, but can you keep fucking her? Hmm. <laughs> Did you do what she required to let you keep fucking her? Because if not... you with your own nut and didn't realize that she wasn't making any noise beneath you? Mm, listen, <laughs> even if it's not about the nut, though, like, a woman, a woman of a certain age, let me speak by myself. I'm 33 years old. Realistically, a life partner doesn't have to be like the most sexually compatible. Not sexually compatible. I do have to be attracted to you and want to have sex with you. But mm-hmm. it's not about me having orgasms at that point because I'm not like trying to use you for your well, body like parts. The other or- day, no offense to the people that I've been with, but no one. Like sex isn't going to keep me, me with you. No one has made me come harder than I've made myself. Like, I didn't say that in my story because my mom be watching my shit. All right, I can't saying. say that. I can't say that. No. <laughs> no one's ever made me. There was one. Here you go. Don't start reminiscing now. So there no. was a one. I'm talking about one specific experience with me, myself, and oh, I. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Where I had never done that shit to myself in my fucking life. And I was literally sitting there like, oh, my God. <laughs> But that's literally how I am, and that's why. (laughs) But that's where my self love and confidence come from, because no one has ever gotten to that point. There have been a partner who got very, very close. We had some fun, fun times. (laughs) Fun times. I like the the double and triple fun. Fun. Where is it? Fun. Scar on one of these eyes, and I can tell you that story off this podcast. But I have a scar over one of these eyes. Is that one? This one? Yeah. Uh huh. Mm Hmm. Okay, we had some, we had some trice, and I have the scars to show I'm for it. I'm fucking cracking up, girl. Every time I look at it, I'm like, you're a fucking soldier. You're like, that's so fucking stupid. So I'm just saying, like, that's not important. That's not the end all, but be all. To it's me. not for me because I've be had those experiences, and I'm, I'm more so looking for a life partner. But like, no, that's how I got there. It was like I don't need that from you because. You're probably not going to do what I can do for myself. What so. the fuck? Like, sex is not the end-all, be-all for a long-term relationship. But here's the thing. With every relationship that i And that's I've not going to make me stay. Had, with everyone that I've had, sex was never an option right away. Like, the men that have literally gotten close to me, I want to say with the exception of the Italian, they all had to wait at least a year. They all waited at least a year. And that wasn't an intentional thing. It was just... How you operate. Right. I just, yeah. I'm not... Why why am I giving you my body? What what for? What are we, what's going to happen after? Because I, you haven't more, said you want to be my man. You've the been more saying you wanna... spiritual I become, like and not even spiritual into like believing in like religious or something else. It's more so believing in myself. Mm-hmm. Like 
heightening my own but it's like respecting the god spirit within like, my body yes like the like, god in me so it's like blessing everybody the fuck i'm not doing that even god above be saying come to church and pay me a little something something because i feel i i can i know i've told the god like listen we are compatible this ain't gonna end how you want it to end mm-hmm. even if I am curious about you sexually, and you want to fuck me because I know you do. Because m- men see something they like, they want to fuck it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not even being like cons- cocky or anything. Cocky like, it's just it's men approach real. women because they want to have sex with them. Okay, it's, it's so you want to have sex thing. with me, and I'm curious about you. Just so happens, so this is gonna happen. It's not gonna end like you wanted to because we're not compatible, and that's what I'm looking for: compatibility over chemistry. I don't care how much I'm sexually attracted to you. If I don't think that we get along, it's going to end there. We might have sex, may or may not, if I so please. And if that happens, it's going to happen on my terms. And I can guarantee you it's not going to happen but so many times. Because I know that when men and women have sex consistently, it builds an attachment. And because I know we aren't compatible, I'm not going to build an attachment towards you. Mm -hmm. You're going to build an attachment towards me. And I don't want that type of trouble. Because men get like... You know how they be saying women get crazy? <laughs> men act the same way. Not a single man that I've talked to I don't ever want... seen my house. <sighs> I don't want that type of trouble. They've never seen my house because I have one. And he wasn't even my man. He <clears> wanted <throat> to be. I don't like... You already know. I don't even bring people to my house. Like right. I don't want you entering even my force field around it because mm-hmm. I don't want you entering that space. Like My home is my place of peace. I do not invite outside energy in. And this one photographer that happened to know where I lived wanted the draws so goddamn bad that he was on just creep level status. He used to ride by my house, not even in his car, on his fucking bike. You live in my First of all, area. and your house is not even like that where you can just ride exactly. by oh, air quotes. Like. So that's why the shit used to piss me off because it was like, you know how I have insomnia. So I'll be online all night writing like, damn, I can't sleep again. Da, 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 da. If I have one of those posts up at the time, here he comes with his bike in my cul-de-sac because I would be smoking and shit in my window. So I'm like, I know that's not this mofo on my street, on my street. Because that's not even a street that you... It's like you said. It's not one that you're just riding through. What mm. the fuck are you doing here? On some creep shit. I don't even ride past your house. Girl. <laughs> and you can come to my neighborhood. If I say to your house, I'd be like, Aisha, I need to come to your house for whatever the reason. And even you've been in my neighborhood all the time. And I am I'm in like, your neighborhood. I was like, this bitch was up the street and didn't even call me? The <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Damn. So it was like, you didn't even fuck me. You didn't even kiss me. But unfortunately, you saw my body and now you want some other shit. And even if, and, and that's that's the thing, you getting crazy now. And you so said, imagine if I do fuck but that's, you. you because I'm, a, I'm a, a whole woman, right? So I'm not coming with just my body. I'm coming with the, I'm coming with the feeling and all. So we have sex. You're going to enjoy it a lot. There is one. I can guarantee you, you're going to enjoy it. Oh, I know for a fact you will. Because the amount of people that are still messaging me that haven't had access to me in damn near a decade, there is one where he took off a day after what I said. Because I don't know if you saw my story the other day. I legit had to just talk to him directly in my stories. Like, stop watching my stories. 
Stop DMing me. I will never reply. Stop it. Okay? It has been eight years since I have spoken to this man. He lives in Maryland. Why are you still watching my shit daily and it's not even like also, it's not even like that it might be a part shit. of the men their ego their rejection might get them going oh, no. like he gets this he gets these random bouts where he gets drunk as shit and will need these fucking voicemails and shit you'll always be ish to me i don't care if you're not talking to me always gonna be here get the fuck off my phone like <laughs> you know it. what i'm really dismissive and i don't know if it's because the men who get close to me are very aware of how much I will like. I guess in a sense to them, like play them. They won't do that. But that's just it. My thing is the men with me as much of an asshole as I am. I still don't even know who I am in a relationship because Mm -hmm. I've never really been in one to see myself in one long. I say that all the time. I've never been in a happy, healthy relationship. So I don't know. But you've been in one where you haven't lost yourself. The one relationship no, that I was true. in, let me rephrase it in a way where it makes sense for me. Because you're absolutely right. I don't know what your relationship is. But for me, I'll give you the example of why I phrased it that way. When I see you, you're still Tamara, for me at least. Like, yeah, the relationships were kind of sour, but your demeanor didn't change really like your actions and your words didn't change like i'm an asshole i come at people like i'll make a child cry and think this shit is funny you know what i mean in a relationship not that i would but it was like that's low-key how i am like i say in the relationship they don't know that about me how is that a thing when that's me like the one relationship that i was in when i say he made me hate (laughs) he made me hate the word adore he made me hate the word adore because he was literally my first boyfriend. I was 22. He was 35. And I had never been in a relationship at all prior to him. Like, I didn't date in high school, so I never made those, like, high school mistakes. I didn't know what to do with this grown-ass man that has already been married before and had three fucking kids. Like, what am I supposed to say to this man? So anytime we talk, like, yeah, myself, but I was still, like, very guarded, like, I don't know. I wasn't myself. Like, I wasn't. I think the the garden comes from, like, not not to say that you were pretending, but just trying to live up to an expectation. It wasn't even live up to an expectation. I didn't know what he wanted. Oh, okay, okay, It was just like, what do you want from me? Like, I had just dropped out of school. Like, I think I was out of school for maybe a year. Like, I just stopped going to college. I was going through my first, like, legit medical scare, but that wasn't something I was going to tell him right away. So I still already had other things going on that I was tackling alone. Like, I wasn't even talking to, like, my mom about it. I was just dealing with all of this shit. And then um, here he comes, and he's super sweet. He's nice. And, like, my biggest mistake with him was letting him talk about his ex-girlfriend. Like, I didn't even nix that shit in the butt. Like, yo, why the fuck you talking about this? Like, you already know that would have been something I nixed right away. Like, why are you talking about this bitch? Like, I don't care. Every time we met up, he was either talking about her or comparing me to her. And I would just let him. Like, you make me seem like it's a bad thing that I'm different. Like, if you want the same, go back to the same. You know what I mean? Like, what the the fuck? But long story short, I was so, I guess, unnaturally nice in this relationship to the point where the man (laughs) called me the fuck adorable. And he was like, I adore you. I adore you too much to be with you. And I was like, what the fuck? 
does that mean? Like, I think he saw the realest part of me when we broke up. Because I'm like, what the fuck are you saying to me right now? So you were too good? Yeah. But even then, he wanted ratchet. At the end of the day, his ex-girlfriend was just ratchet and ghetto. He had a type of woman. He was with this woman for seven years. Broke up with her for like a year and then started dating me. So me, I was a rebound. But he was my first boyfriend. And he was just so... But even so, he don't even realize. It's not that, from my perspective, what you're describing, he don't want ratchet. He wants somebody that can handle themselves in both ways. It wasn't even that. I'll give you the examples of shit where I was just like, I didn't think it was a problem because I didn't see where I was wrong. And I guess he wanted this reaction from me that I just didn't give him because I didn't give a fuck. Like, I'll give you the example. There was one situation where he was getting ready to move, so I was helping him, like, move. Now, you know how we all have our junk drawer? We right. We all have the drawer with a bunch of shit in it. <clears throat> He's emptying out his drawer, and I hear him, like, rip up this picture. Like, the picture was stuck, so I hear it rip. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't even know I still had it. Like, he's, like, freaking out over this picture. And I'm like, yo, what is it? It's a picture of, like, his ex-girlfriend and her friend. And you can tell they were at, like, a Halloween party. So they're, like, these buccaneers and this, like, busty, bustier tops and shit. Super crazy. And it's super trash. Like, they look so hoish. And he's like, I didn't know I still had it. I didn't know I still had it. And I was like, okay. And I went back to what the fuck I was doing because I don't care. And he's like, you're not upset over that old ass picture. Why would I be? I was stuck to the drawer. Right. But he was like, no, I'll get to that because I actually said that to him. He was like, you're not mad that I have a picture of my ex. And I was like, am I supposed to be? I was like, if it was a Y'all were together and y'all had kids together, right? Why wouldn't you have pictures of her? He had kids with that one. Oh, okay, okay. But it was just like, this is the one he was with for seven years. But my thing was, because I did say it to him like that, but my way. He was just like, you're not mad over this picture? I was like, am I supposed to be? I was like, I would be mad if it was a picture that I found you, like, coming on. Like, if it was a fresh picture with cum stains and shit on it. But this was a picture at the bottom of your junk drawer that was stuck. (laughs) Obviously fucking forgot about it. Why would I make a scene over an old-ass picture that you forgot about? Right. Am I supposed to be mad? Are you lying to me right now so I should be mad? Right. And he's like looking at me like perplexed. Like you can see in his eyes that he never had somebody have a calm reaction to something like that. And he just looked at me and I was like, what? So he was used to like being in toxic relationships yes, with black women. But I was like, it was. You know- Thank you. And I hope you enjoyed your time listening to the Coconut Oil Baby podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Gilded Gems. Check out the gems and crystals at Gilded underscore gems on Instagram.